0: Hey, where are you going? I gotta get home. America, it's time to come home. It's time to come home! By bringing common sense back into the nonsense. Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where America comes home. Get on home! Down this dirt road, you're going to find determination and grit, opinions that matter, and a big ol' helping of good discernment. And now, the woman that wishes the D.C. occupiers would stop making her use her mom voice.
1: Do not make me come down there. Here's
0: your host and the voice of common sense, Beth Ann.
2: And I welcome you today to C.N.C. Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you each and every morning. And uh, I know I say that. I throw those words out pretty fast when I don't forget them, when I don't have a Biden moment. But anyway, let's go to the Lord in prayer. I've got lots of things to talk about. And I mentioned this a little bit, I think, earlier in the week. Um, but there seems to be a lot of money. There seems to be a lot of money going into politics. So the question for today is who's buying America? But the other question is who is selling her? Let's go to the Lord prayer such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you with praise and adoration and grateful hearts, knowing that we have an awesome Father in heaven, a God who created all life, a God who loves all life, his creation. We praise you for that. We thank you for that. And your children are less than perfect, and you knew that from the beginning as you gave us this free will, and and like children, we, we are selfish. It is our nature. But you provided a way for us to spend eternity with you through Jesus Christ. We praise you, Father, for your love, your grace, your mercy, and for the sacrifice that you have made for us. And you didn't stop there, because on that cross when you died, three days later you rose back. You were victorious over death, victorious over our sin. We are a victorious people because of you. Father God, we thank you. And we beg for your protection. Father, this, this nation is in trouble. This world is in trouble. Give your children a heart of compassion for others. Give us a hunger and thirst for your righteousness, for your word. May we choose in that free will that you gave us to follow you in all things. And to know that you cannot be separated from the rest of our lives. You're not only there on Sundays or when we choose to pray, but you are with us always. And we need to take you into the workplace. We need to take you when we go to the grocery store. We need to take you when we talk about politics. We need to take you with us always. For you are the way, the truth, and the light. Father, we do ask for your protection as we do walk this earth. And I particularly ask for your protection over President Donald J. Trump and all those who are with him. Father, I pray that you will keep them safe. We are in a, a bad, worry, bad way here in this nation, but it isn't just here. It's everywhere. Satan is dancing in the streets because your people have been asleep and selfish. So, Father, grant us this gift of discernment. Give us compassion. Give us courage. Protect us. But grant us wisdom. And most importantly, may we walk in love. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I've been going through the news this week, all kinds of money stuff. So my question is, who's buying America? And isn't that a question yet? Who is selling her? Have you noticed that there seems to be lots of money floating around? politicians for the politicians for the parties for the foreign nations for NATO for the UN for illegal aliens but there's not much money left for the American people is there or time oh they'll throw us a bone every once in a while when they want to vote I have several articles reporting on millionaires possibly billionaires I don't know and the dark money feeding into U.S. politics and politicians. Beth's opinion is, this needs to stop. If politics was truly honest, and if the politicians were truly representing we the people, do they really need such funding as millions and millions of dollars? I understand it costs to create ads. You're going to have to hire people to do that. You have to throw... Money into your campaign, you have to pay a few people to do a few things for you because you can't be everywhere every time at the same time. You got to create these ads, you got to produce the ads. I understand that there's cost in all that, and to fly or drive around the country. But seriously, if it's really about we the people, then start meeting with we the people. How come these people that are running for office here in the United States are? flying over to talk to them overseas, somewhere else. Who are they representing? It all seems to be about fundraising and not necessarily vote-getting at times, at least within the party structures, such as the DNC and the RNC. You'd think with all this money floating around, America could pay off a few of her debts, wouldn't you? But the money isn't about the money is about the established government and the political parties, not so much about the Constitution or we the people. Yesterday I shared, in fact, I think every day this week so far, I've shared this quote. It's my, I think it's my new favorite. Who will govern the governors? There is only one force in the nation that can be depended upon to keep the government pure and the governors honest, and that is the people themselves. They alone, if well-informed, are capable of preventing the corruption of power and of the restoring of the nation to its rightful course, if it should go astray. They alone are the safest depository of the ultimate powers of government. And, of course, that's from Thomas Jefferson. We are in a huge election year. And I believe this is the final battle for America's Republic to be restored. I know we say that every election, this is the most important election, and they've been heating up each time. I do not believe that only one man in four years can right the wrongs that have happened in the last hundreds of years. But we have to stay vigilant. That is the cost of liberty. We can't be lazy, although I like to be lazy. The price of freedom is eternal vigilance, says Thomas Jefferson. He was pretty smart. Did you know that he suffered from migraines? And did you know to calm his, his pain in his head? And he had a lot of suffering within his family. He'd lost his mother. He'd lost, it seems like a child or a wife or something. I can't remember the story now. He played the violin. These were real people. Now, I remember saying often that freedom is never truly won because there's always that guy with the shirt, what do you call it, the trench coat, around the corner who wants to snatch your liberty away. They have many mendacious and spurious ways to enslave you. When it comes to politicians, they capture you by putting their hands in your pockets and then legislating to you entitlements. They legislate, dictate, programs to make your life easier, fairer, and guard you from notorious, notorious shysters, which, of course, is what they are. But they seldom hold their end of the bargain. They do take your money, though. And they do give your money away. How dare you ask for accountability? How dare you? So who will govern the governor's? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to talk about some of this money. I got some funny things to tell you about Kabbalah Harris and, uh, we'll be right back. MyPillow Towel Set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special and enter promo code Bethann or call at 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com and the promo code is Bethann.
0: Hear ye, hear ye, read all about it. The American Crisis Continues. In her new book, The American Crisis Continues, Beth Ann elaborates on the crises America faces today. Invasion at the Border, insurrections, lawlessness, climate change, and the cry for democracy. These are the times that try men's souls. Thomas Paine's words continue to speak to Americans today. We the people once again find ourselves under tyranny. In the American crisis continues, you'll glean wisdom from our founding fathers and an understanding why belief in Creator God is the foundation of this nation. Liberty is always in the hands of the people. But first, it must be a longing and a lust within their hearts. The American Crisis Continues is a must-read. Order your copy today at csetalkradio.com or amazon.com.
2: And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have all watched The Ugliest of Ugly in Politics, and it has exposed the deep state, which is really just the established, bloated, fat cat government. And they will never, ever have enough. And they are not going to willingly give up power. Be it the Democrats or the Republicans like Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney and on and on and on. Justice is gone. We've seen that. It has been gone for a long time, but it is now quite obvious with their attacks on Trump and others that are close to him. Did you know Liz Cheney is actually suggesting that all Trump voters should be punished? What are they going to do? Throw us all in Gitmo? What are they going to do? Putin killed Navalny, but Biden is killing America. Russia may very well be a frightful example of autocracy under Putin. But the United States is becoming itself a frightful example of the same under Biden and the Democrats. That is in an article by Drew Allen on American Greatness, and I will place it on Facebook. As Biden compares Trump to Putin, it is Biden who is going after Trump and trying to incarcerate and or break his political opponent. And the people of America. Now, it has been divulged. If you have been listening and watching, but if you're only watching NBC, CBS, and ABC, or MSNBC and CNN, and whatever they are, then you haven't seen it. But Fanny Willis and her lover boy, they were meeting at the White House with Joe Biden. And so did some of the others. They met with Joe, and they keep meeting with Joe. The gal in New York, the prosecutor, out to get Trump. That's what she was elected to do. I've asked before, and I'll ask again. Will Georgia or the FBI issue a search warrant for D.A. Fanny Willis and her lover for allegedly using the extra? approximately $700,000 in state and federal money on alleged vacations. That is a question coming from Giuliani who has also been under attack and how they also took his money and they're trying to break him and he's not as rich as Trump. They went after Navarro. They're going after what they've got other 18 other people down there in Georgia that they're going after. All people know We can see it if we look. Unless you are blinded by an unfounded hate for that man, Donald Trump. We can see that Trump is being persecuted for the sake of politics. They've got to save the democracy, you know. But America is not a democracy. But the politicians have been leading us down the wrong path and been legislating and working as if it was a democracy. Growing the government up largely while diminishing your liberty. Who will govern? The governors. Money seems to be directing the governors, and I think it's time we, the people, stood up and took notice and took what is rightfully ours. And that's our constitutional republic. Restore it and bring America home. So these articles that I have, I'm not a money person, you know, but this guy, I don't know him, but apparently he's a billionaire and his name is John Arnold Arnold, and I guess they're calling him the next George Soros. Now, he's giving money to the the GOP, so he can't be a bad guy, right? Well, But he's giving money to prop up the left side of the GOP, not the constitutional side of the GOP. You see, he stands with people like Romney and Liz Cheney and Paul Ryan. It says, and this is the a, a Washington Free Beacon, described leftist billionaire John Arnold as an on-track to replace George Soros as the largest donor in the fight to remake America's criminal justice system. Billionaire John a company run by the liberal billionaire dubbed by some of the, as the next George Soros, employs former senior Republican staffer on Capitol Hill in what a watchdog group warns is an effort to sway the GOP lawmakers to move to the left. Everybody take one step to the left. To the left. To the left. Arnold Ventures, LLC, is a private company founded by left-leaning philanthropists, John Arnold, and his wife, Laura, who have a net worth of $3.3 billion, according to Forbes. But the people that he has put in place, one is George Collis, I guess that's how you pronounce it, it's C-A-L-L-A-S, who was a senior staffer to former House Speaker Paul Ryan. Wisconsin Republican who hates Trump. That's not what it says here, but that's what I'm telling you, because he does. Remember, he stood there and he said, no, you're not going to get the wall. No, you're not going to get the wall. No, you're not going to get the wall. And he made sure nothing passed to give Trump the wall. The Speaker of the House, the Republican Speaker of the House, went against the President of the United States of America. And this is his man, George Collis. Kevin Ring, a former staffer for the Republican Study Committee, They've got all these committees. I wonder how much money they get. How much of your money they get, Rudy. The Caucus of House Conservatives, it's called, who authored books on the late Supreme Court Justice Antonian, Antonin Scalia, excuse me. A conservative icon, but yet he was convicted later of corruption scandal. <laughs> a real conservative. Andrew Moylan who formerly worked for two conservative-leaning organizations, the National Taxpayers Union and the R Street Institute. These individuals are Rittery Pub. (laughs) They call them Rittery Pub for Honored Ventures. And Thomas Jones, president of the American Accountability Foundation, said, this is who said this, and he's the, uh, Thomas Jones is the uh, president of the Foundation of Conservative Watchdog Group. So he's the one doing the tattletale in here. This is a new level of sophistication of lobbying for mega-liberal billionaires, Jones told the Daily Signal. So this is the GOP's George Soros going to buy up left-leaning candidates. Money. Lots of money. He's giving lots, millions of dollars to this. And now I have another one. It says here that, uh, no, that's the one I'm going to say later. Here, there's there's a lot of money floating around here, folks. The latest Biden fundraising numbers, they dwarf Trump. You know, the RNC isn't getting so well. And it says in this article, it proves that, of course, Trump, when he was president, he was the incumbent. They raised I mean, like, a lot more money than what they have now. And right now, the RNC is kind of broke. They only have a few million dollars they're kind of broke. Do you get that? They're broke with millions of dollars. And the American people can't hardly afford to buy groceries and put gas in their tanks. This money is all floating around. It says here, President Joe Biden's re-election campaign announced Tuesday that it raised $42 million in January as the presidential effort continues to outfundraise former Donald Trump. Oh, and I read where some of the GOP are concerned that Trump might use this money for his law purposes, that he's going to pay off some of his lawyer bills and such. They're all worried about the money. Biden's reelection efforts now has one hundred and thirty million dollars after revealing what it is brought in the last month. At the end of twenty twenty three, the RNC had eight million dollars in cash, according to the Federal Election Commission. And Trump campaign had thirty three million dollars in cash in hand, though neither the presidential campaign nor the RNC have released their January numbers, according to Axios. Trump's presidential campaign raised $19 million throughout the fourth quarter of 2023, with $18 million coming from fundraising committees. Now, there's more to be talked about here about this. It says, over the past year, the former president's fundraising coalition has footed the cost of more than $50 million in legal costs, according to Axios. You know... It's all about the money. It's all about the politics. Uh, it ain't a whole lot about we the people, is it? And when you listen to these people, they scream about democracy. But do you ever hear them say the liberty of the people? Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, property, prosperity? Do they talk about that? Not a whole lot. Talk about democracy. And once in a while now, you hear him say something about a republic. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We'll be right back. We have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So my point is they have all this money. It says over the past year, the former president, fundraising coalition, as I said before we went to a break, has footed the cost for the $50 million in legal costs. So the president has been raising money for that. Biden's numbers indicate that the incumbents always raise more money. I mentioned that before. It said ahead of the 2020 election, President Trump raised $60 million and reported $200 million in cash on hand across the fundraising groups of Politico reported. So it says amid the massive fundraising haul, Biden still trails Trump in the hypothetical matchups. In other words, he's spending the money, but he ain't winning the, the votes. And sometimes I think it's not really about the votes with these people. It seems to be more about propping up the parties and protecting the established government and not protecting the liberties of the people. Now, you know, I like Trump. I do. I don't like everything about him. I don't. And that's just the truth of it. So this one came in this morning. Like I said, there's always seems to be money. So, it says Biden administration, once again now, is going to wipe out $1.5 billion in federal student loan debt for 153,000 borrowers. I don't know who these borrowers are. I only pretty much read the topic here. Joe Biden says, President Joe Biden speaks on a previous student debt Relief scheme as Education Secretary Mike Miguel Cordona looks on in Washington. Oh, this was the picture. Oh, excuse me. So the Supreme Court already kicked that out once, but he's going to keep it up. So right then and there, you see how President Joe Biden doesn't really care about rule of law or the Constitution. He doesn't care about your money. Because when they're, when they're forgiving these debts, somebody is going to pay the piper. A total of $1.2 billion in federal student loan debt will be automatically discharged for 153,000 borrowers. To be eligible for the least, for the latest round of this student loan debt cancellation, the borrowers, the borrowers must be enrolled in the new income-driven repayment plan. That's an IDR. We got more initials. And it's dubbed SAVE, S-A-V-E. Have been making at least 10 years of payments and have originally taken out $12,000 or less for college. I think this is going to blow up in their faces once again. Or is it going to blow up in our faces? Because somebody has to pay the debt that's been forgiven. It's not just been forgiven.
1: That's only about $9,800 per person. So maybe we could get $9,800 deducted off our taxes because we're good citizens.
2: Yeah, that's not going to happen. There's plenty of money for everyone except for the American workers, except for the American people. Now... I have an article here. This is on a little different subject, but it's still talking about the money. Illegal immigrants, which are, that is a misnomer. If they were immigrants, they have jobs. They come over here as migrants and they have jobs. So these people do not have jobs. They are illegal aliens. They came into this country illegally. So these illegal immigrants receiving tax-funded luxury meals, health care, and housing. Hardworking Americans are forking over the taxpayers' money to house these illegal aliens. It says while American workers deal with crushing inflation just to get by with the necessities like food, some illegal aliens receive up to $64 worth of meals per day. Believe it or not, that's really happening. Luxury meals for illegal immigrants? Aliens. CBS News Boston reports that some illegal aliens are receiving a gilded $16 breakfast, $17 lunches, and $31 dinners. Now they're eating pretty high on the hog, as they say. You know, I skip breakfast. Not because I don't have the money necessarily. I've never been a big breakfast person unless breakfast comes around nine or ten or eleven o'clock. And when I was into eating breakfast, it was a granola bar and it didn't cost sixteen dollars for the granola bar and my coffee. Well, several cups of coffee, but I bought the coffee so it didn't cost sixteen dollars for breakfast for lunches. You know, it's pretty expensive to buy those frozen lunches. I used to do that. I don't do that anymore because I realize those aren't good for me. But they're expensive, what, five bucks a piece? They're not $17. Now, maybe they're talking about families here. I don't know. But this woman, and I really like this woman, the New York Post, Betsy McCoy, reported in January, my sister-in-law, a nurse on Cape Cod, wants to visit New York and is struggling to find the affordable hotel. You can't find a hotel because they've got these people up in them. If she were for a Venezuelan migrant who just arrived in the Big Apple on a bus from the southern border, she'd have a shot at a room at the four-star row, steps from Times Square, or a room at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott or Holiday Express or Comfort Inn, free of charge. It's your money, and they're handing it over. To criminals. Yes, illegal aliens are criminals. There's no other way to look at it. They came in here unlawfully, and now you're paying for their room, their board, and you don't get to stay in the hotels because they're in the hotels. Now, this is coming out of... Let's see, I think I lost the one I had. Um, I lost it. <laughs> They are. Uh, they kicked him out of a place in Boston, where the children go to um, play games. It's like a why. I've lost my little article. It's here right in front. Here it is. Boston removes. Boston removes the residents from the community center to make room for illegal aliens. This is coming from. Well, actually, I got it off of uh, American Greatness, but they were quoting Breitbart, and. It says that they've moved in the illegal aliens. And this one actually says illegal aliens because they know what they're talking about. And now the residents can no longer use this community center. So the young children that were going in there to play basketball or play sports or do this or do that, they're no longer can go in there. And I'm going to tell you what, it's probably not safe for them to go in there. And this is a community. They're okay with immigrants because they're pretty much all immigrants, but lawful ones, I hope. It said this is in, in Roxbury. This is in Boston and in Roxbury area. 57% of the people are black, 30% of the people are Hispanic, and only 6% of the people are white, but they all lost their community center. Doesn't matter what color they are. If they're an American citizen, they just lost their community center. Their center. Now here's another thing coming out of Minnesota. And I think you're going to find this extremely interesting. It says the parents win, but there's only one reason these parents won. And we're going to talk about that. Is the Minnesota school district grants an opt out request for LGBTQ, LGBT curriculum. Why do you think they won this? Besides, they should have. But why? Who really won this one? You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. I'm going to give you a hint. It wasn't the Christians. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
0: Looking for someone to educate and encourage your group? Invite Beth Ann and her Bring America Home message to your community or event. Call 573-796-2166 or email rudy s at csctalkradio.com to invite Beth Ann to speak at your next event. Beth Ann has been behind the microphone for almost 30 years, fighting to bring America home. She brings her unique perspective, drawing from her many life experiences and her love for God and country. As a young girl, her family moved from the big city to a small rural community where she would grow up, marry her husband, and together raise five sons. Along the way, she worked in factories, retail, sales, and medical clinic, and now lights up the airwaves on CSE Talk Radio. As the D.C. occupiers continue to drive our society into socialism and anarchy, the message to bring America home grows more crucial by the day. Beth Ann brings that message with contagious passion wherever she speaks. Schedule Beth Ann to speak to your group today by calling 573-796-2166.
2: And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So in this uh, Minnesota school district, they allowed these people to opt out for religious purposes. Now, if it had been, this is just me, if it had been the churches or the Christians in the community, I don't think they would have allowed it. But it was the Muslims in the community that didn't want this to be taught to their children, and rightfully so. But do these Muslims realize that Omar and Talib are pushing this? That they're okay with this Marxist agenda, which is what this is? And if this had been Christians, they'd all been called bigots and racists. And white supremacists, colonialism, preaching about family. So I'm, you know, I'm to the point. I thought my mother was an old prude. You've heard me talk about that before when they started teaching sex education in school. I believe we need to remove all sex education, every bit of it, and only teach straight out Biology. And I believe we need to remove all the indoctrination that's been taught. The CRT. We need to go back to the basics. The foundation of education. Reading, writing, and arithmetic. Science. Real science. You know, we had science classes. You remember when... And I can't remember which space shuttle it was. I'm, I forgive me. I should. When we lost the astronauts because it exploded. Do you remember it?
1: The Challenger. The
2: Challenger. No, before that, this, this was in, uh, they weren't up in space. They were in, um, practicing <laughs> and oxygen, which can be a deadly gas by itself if caught a flame. And that happened. And I was in the seventh grade. And Mrs. Cannon, I believe was her name, was my biology teacher, my science teacher. And she replicated how that happened and told the students there that 100% oxygen is flammable. You have to have oxygen for a fire to burn. And we lost those three. I think there was three astronauts. Mike Cutler would remember because he's very into that. He wanted to be an astronaut, I think. Moving on to what's being taught, in, not just taught but encouraged in our schools instead of biology with the transgender why do you think all of a sudden that we have all these students that want to transition to the opposite sex of what they are? It's because they're they're being prompted. They're being confused at a younger age. And parents, where are you? Take control of those children. Know what's going on. Well, I've come to the conclusion that Democrats hate girls. They hate women, but they use them. And they talk about Trump losing the female vote out here in suburban America. Well, if you're a female, I'm a female, and if you're in suburban America, I grew up in the suburbs, mostly, kind of, till we moved to the country when I was in the middle of my freshman year in high school. If you care about your family, you need to stop voting Democrat. Democrats are pushing this stuff. This is Marxism. And there are Republicans that are okay with it, like Romney and Cheney and all them. They'll, they'll tell you they're not, but they are because they do not fight it. So a girls basketball game between two Massachusetts high schools was cut short earlier this month after three female players were injured while playing against a six-foot-tall six trans-identified biological male. He had the real junk in his trunk. Let's put it that way. Okay, So this. it
1: wasn't exactly a girls' basketball game. Then.
2: Well, according to the Democrats, it was. These girls were hurt, and they had to forfeit. This is what your Democrats are pushing. So if you're a mother out there And you're in suburban America and you don't like Trump. You need to sit down and you need to stop disliking somebody that's done nothing wrong to you. Is he a saint? No, he's not a saint. And I don't appreciate what he did in his younger life. But he loves America. And he appreciates your way of life. And he wants you to have a good life. The Democrats don't want you to have a good life. The established democracy oligarchy that is in this country does not want you to have a good life. They want you to pretend you're having a good life. Well, I'm running out of time. I had this thing. It just struck me funny. It's a Kamala uh article. <laughs> and it's coming from... um. Political Insider. It's written by Reagan Reese. Title is Kamala Harris reportedly thinks she can single-handedly save the Biden campaign. Well, they're not doing well with the hypothetical. They've used this several times. Hypothetical matchups. But Kamala thinks she can do this. And I told Rudy yesterday, I said, well, Kamala likes graphs. So we need to present Kamala with some graphs. So we're going to be doing this. I'll probably try and see if I can't get this in a substack. I don't know that I can do a, uh, get a graph in a substack. Well, that's, that might be a challenge. But she's going to need some graphs so she can read and understand because I don't think she can understand any other way. So we'll have to show her these graphs and then remind Kamala that there is a significance. In the passage of time. And with the passage of time, it will be significant in this passage of time that Kamala will see when Americans make Joe and Kamala cease to be. Not alive, but as president and vice president. So I started doing these little graphs. Open border equals invasion of a nation equals no votes for B and K. Next graph. Economy bad. People mad. Next one. Inflation. Supply chain broken. For BNK, the people not voting. They're not voting for them. So with this, it's gonna be fun. Think about how many you could put together a graph to show Kamala just exactly why they ain't gonna win. Not if it's a, not if it's a legal, schmeagle, straight up, vote of integrity across this nation. I don't believe we're as divided as a people. I believe the government is divided and the media, but I don't believe as a people we're as divided as they want us to believe because we do love our families. Now, Hollywood, they're another, they're another second. They're all high on something themselves and mirrors and such, but we, the people, we care about our finances, we care about our children, we care about our communities. And we're not buying this stuff any longer. Who will govern the governors? We, the people, will. And we will bring America home. Home!
3: Oh.